but not broken. With host Patrick Scroggin, as a U.S. Army attack helicopter pilot deployed in Iraq, Patrick faced a devastating crash, which resulted in him dying, losing a leg, and a slew of broken bones. Patrick's story of rehabilitation has helped others to overcome their own obstacles. Each week, Patrick recounts stories of inspiration and interviews guests who have overcome remarkable obstacles. This is Wounded But Not Broken with your host, Patrick Scroggins. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to everybody's favorite night of the week, Monday. Uh, we're here with you. We were we were planning on doing uh, the third and final part of Joe Hahn's story, but Joe is uh, busy tonight. He had something come up. You know, life happens, and you know you gotta gotta kind of improvise. So tonight we're gonna we're gonna improvise a little bit. Um, and if everybody had been listening to the last uh, two episodes of Joe's story, especially the last episode. Um, Joe did not have a very good childhood at all. And, uh, this brings me to my, to the point I'm, I want to make about this. You know, there's a lot of talk uh, going around in the country now about privilege, privilege and that privilege, you know, although there are people that are privileged, there's people that, that grow up wealthy and get everything handed to them on a silver platter or whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, um, there are people that aren't, that are very successful that turn out to be some of the greatest inspirations and heroes of our time. And, and Joe is one of them guys. I mean, he, uh, going through everything he went through as a kid, um, you know, all the, all the turmoil, all the ups and downs, uh, all the abandonments. Um, he had, you know, every, the will and the fight to, to drive on and accomplish his goals and what he wanted to do. And, you know, that they're all changing. And so one thing that uh, we kind of talked about throughout all of this, uh, all of my episodes is a mindset. You get yourself in a mindset. Um, you know, some people are kind of born with that and some people aren't. And the people that are born with it, it comes very easy. The people that aren't born with it, it comes very difficult, but it, it can be attained. I mean, you, if you surround yourself with motiva- motivating people, you know, you it's easier. And so a lot of people... Um, strive for that and to get into that mindset of you're never going to quit until you accomplish your goal or accomplish your mission um, no matter what it takes no matter how much pain there is no matter how much adversity you have to overcome you're you're going to get there and I think all the people uh, since day one that I've had on my show are, are a testament to that I think we can all learn something uh, if not multiple messages from from each show that I've done so far and um, you know just because you know, you don't have, you know, all the connections or everything handed to, you know, the silver platter, you know, when you work for it and you accomplish something, you appreciate it that much more. Um, I know that's something I talk about a lot when I speak to kids and, and stuff like that, you know, try to take as much as you can uh, on your own and, and accomplish that. You feel it's much more fulfilling and we just, you know, as human beings, we, we want to be successful but you know, sometimes life's 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 a bitch and it beats us down. But you know, you got to get back up and and you got to keep keep trying. But it's uh, it really is a shame that that Joe isn't here tonight. But we will finish that that part up next week. Um, so we are going to take a break here. Word from our sponsors. When we come back, we'll uh, we'll continue this discussion. I'll have uh, uh, Mark Eli on with me, and we're going to kind of discuss privilege and mindset a little bit. We'll be right back. 
You're listening to Wounded But Not Broken with host Patrick Scroggin. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Attention, all U.S. veterans. You have served this country with honor and pride. So why is it so difficult to receive the benefits you deserve? Filing a VA claim is complicated. It's cumbersome and time-consuming. Many veterans have a problem identifying what conditions they should apply for. VDAC, Veterans Disability Application Caddy, is an online application that greatly assists you with filling out your application and identifying the disabilities that you're entitled to. The VDAC process takes about 15 to 30 minutes from start to finish. The entire process is simple and easy to use. The software automatically cross-references the VA database to determine what presumptive conditions you are entitled to as well as any secondary conditions. Once done, a fully completed VA form is generated with supporting material. To find out more, go to nifv.org and click on the VDAC button. Again, the website is nifv.org and click on VDAC. My father was the, the best truck driver I've ever known in my life. Like a family tradition. I'm a truck driver myself. I drove around the state with my cat. To be the truck driver, you not just only see where you go, you see the world in the larger perspective. This is a really good time to be in the trucking industry. The dispatchers get good loads for them. The equipment is very new and then it's very reliable. At GTS Transportation, we make dreams come true by employing truck drivers, dispatchers, mechanics, and many other occupations. Consider joining our rapidly expanding team where we put quality, human dignity, and respect back into the workforce. Contact us by visiting our website at gtscarrier.com or call us at 847-754-4667. That number again, 847-754-4667. Dallas Corporation and Dallas Logistics, a proud supporter of the Veterans Broadcast Network for over 19 years. High-quality printing services and warehouse distribution has been our hallmark since 1985, serving Fortune 100 companies for over 35 years. Check us out at www.dallascorp.com. Welcome back to Wounded But Not Broken with host Patrick Scroggin. everybody welcome back uh so uh, joining me on the line here is mark eli uh mark is also a veteran veteran of the air force and he's also the mastermind behind vdac the veteran disability advocate caddy and uh which is going to greatly change the lives of veterans uh the whole process of the disability and um so we can talk about that a little bit mark you on the line yes sir i am all right so in, mark in the introduction um, I, I talked about uh, a privilege and mindset. Um, you know, you when you when you got when you got it in your in your head that you wanted to help you know veterans, which you have your your, your whole life. But you you have a gift. You have a gift of of being able to code and, and write software. And so, um, you know that that mindset that you had, you were going to get it accomplished no matter what. And and I know throughout your process because I know it, and it's been a very long, rigorous, very demanding 
very uh, hard process for you to get to where you're at now. You know, can you talk about that the mindset you had of, of why that you, you know, it's in a sense you set a goal and you know, your mindset and your and your um, work ethic and your drive let you persevere through all the crap to get to get to where you are now. Uh, yes, sir. Um, to start off, I would like to say, you know, there's something that you said in that during the last show where you actually connected to Joe in a very powerful way about your upbringing. And, and that went over a lot of people's heads, what that upbringing means. And uh, that upbringing was hard for you. And uh, I don't think you you have a hard time. Uh, you're very modest in your way, even though some people might say you, you go out and tell your story, but you really hold back some very key points. That's important in my answer, that that upbringing is still that most veterans that I know of do what we do, not for ourselves. We're there for each other. And we're only doing this. The thing that helps us feel good about ourselves is the fact that we're helping somebody else. That's certainly true with Joe, and that's certainly true with you. And when you you and Joe were talking, you went right over that. You connected to Joe in that one part where you said you understood uh, that upbringing, but I don't think the audience understood that. And um, so to, to get to the point of your question, your question was, what is the driving force of it? And some, you know, in the end, you, I could tell you world peace, blah, 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 and you wouldn't believe me. But in the end, if I tell you what it personally means to me, it makes me feel better about myself because I'm helping somebody else. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think as a, as a human, as a, you know, a good human being, I think we all look for that. We look for that, uh, that self-fulfillment of helping other people being selfless, um, you know, which military guys and, and women are instilled with um, because, you know, when you're in a, especially like Joe, when you're in a team like that, you are selfless. You have to be selfless because, you know, you're the, the guy on your right and left is, is the most important thing in your life at that point. Everything else has to go, you know, to the back burner. And so, you you know, you get, it gets addicting, that feeling, that feeling of help in somebody, that feeling of fulfillment. It gets really addicting. I know when I speak and, and I talk to people after that, uh, that's kind of how I feel, you know, and I just tell my story. I mean, my story is easy to tell. I lived it uh, and it's just a story to me, but it, I know it does help people and, and it does inspire people, and, and I feel very honored to be in that in that um, in that position. But you know, and and everything kind of goes with work ethic. There, there, it's like a pyramid. I mean, if you don't have work ethic and you don't have a mindset, then you're not going to accomplish your goals. And so, um, I think at some at different parts of our lives where we get instilled with with them different ethos, I guess, or or um, different tendencies of how we approach things and everybody does it differently. Um, you know, like you just explained, um, you know, you, you were very honest and you said you get self-fulfillment out of it. And and I agree with that, but I, I think there's more to it. I mean, I think you, you have a work ethic, you had a goal and you don't want to not accomplish that goal. Oh, absolutely. That's one, that's one of my Jahari moments, my Jahari window where I know, something about my A self that others might not know. And just like you, uh, I want to be the best at everything I do. When I was a powerlifter for the Air Force, I wanted to be the best at powerlifting. When I was selected for this job, I would get upset if my supervisor assigned somebody else to weekend duty or something else, you know, uh, give extra assignments to 
somebody, I wanted it because I thought that my supervisor didn't have trust in me. So I wanted every – I volunteered for every single thing and wanted to do everything. And that eventually um, – that becomes a, a pyramid that you can never overcome. After a while, you keep climbing that thing, you'll get nowhere. And I, I see when I bump into people, great people like you, who actually uh, go out and do bold things like this uh, podcast and the people you're touching and the people you're bringing on, those stories are so impacting. And there's personal stories. I mean, I've, I've loved every one of your stories, and I love the thing that you're doing. You're, you're exposing a very um, vulnerable point in yourself, and when you're doing that, it makes you look so – in my eyes, it makes – you become my hero. And I – as you went through with Joe and you went through, you know, you had Thor Ringler on from my story in the past. And uh, he was from the VA and he had retold those stories of two veterans who had volunteered their information. And I love that story. I've, I've gone back and had people listening to those stories, but you've had story upon story upon story. And the listeners that are out there, I, I implore you to, to go back and listen to those shows they are really good. They encourage you. They make you feel good. And is certainly, uh, if you can't pick up the driving force of a veteran out of those stories, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. And, you know, I think that was the biggest, the biggest thing. You know, it was, I always said that um, all the veterans now, you know, when we came home, we didn't get spit on and we didn't get, booed and and you know we came home you know in, in in a lot of ways with open arms and that is because of the men and women that served in vietnam and korea and so on and so forth they weren't going to let that happen to us and and i i just told myself right then that i'm going to spend the rest of my life making sure that uh you know things things aren't aren't forgotten and there's a lot of a lot of very 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 good stories from uh world war one world war two vietnam that that had never gotten told and I just, uh, I just said I, for my generation, I don't want that to happen. I, I want to talk. I want to tell as many stories as I can. I want to get them out there because people can learn from them. I mean, you know, the, the conditions that that uh, the soldiers uh, live and fight in, people just can't understand, and they can't understand the mindsets. And so uh, I just felt like it was very important to to do this and to get everybody, um, you know, get everybody a taste of that of 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 what goes on in war and uh sometimes it it sucks and it's very difficult to listen to but it's important i think uh, there's a lot of lessons to be learned from the lives that these guys have lived and you know it's just a a passion project for me and i love doing it i love talking to these guys and most everybody that i've had on here so far uh, all the veterans are all close friends of mine uh joe being one of my closest friends and so um you know, I, I feel honored and privileged to have lived a life to be surrounded, you know, in a sense by giants. Um, these guys are, are amazing people and, and, you know, we need to honor them until our, their very last days. And that's just, and then, and then beyond. And that's, uh, Butch Patrick talks about you where, where he first met you, he, he was at a car show and he saw this huge shadow approaching behind him and he turned around and this giant muscly guy was, you know, towering above him, and he, he could see all this, this, the big arms and big chest, and just, you know, this is a powerhouse. Then all of a sudden, he looked down, and he noticed your leg, 
And then he was there, wow, wow. <laughs> Quite a story. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not that big, come on. But, um, yeah, Butch, is a, that, was a, that was a pretty interesting uh, – you know, it was, it's just like one of them things. I mean, it just falls into place. It's You're in the right place at the right time. You're right where you're supposed to be. And, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in, in good things happen to good people. And I just think that was a, a blessing uh, to be where I was at to meet Butch Patrick because that's ultimately how I, I got involved with you and, and Veterans Radio Hour and doing this. And, and it's been awesome. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to see what the future holds for it. Um, you know, the, these uh, – these stories, like I said, I mean, I just I can't say enough about them. They, they got to get out there. They got to get told. But, um, you know, one of the big things uh, since the very first story of my story, I've always tried to talk about mindset. You know, the mindset is, um, y- you know, you can sit around and you can you can let wait for stuff to happen or you can get up and bust your ass and make things happen. And I think that's that's what we're starting to lack in, in this next generation is uh, just a lot of the sitting around and not being proactive and, and, and taking it head on, you know, and that's, it's starting to really bother me. And, and I, I just feel like that, you know, we as a nation, we need to, to address that. I mean, it's, it's up to us. It's our kids. So, um, but anyways, we're going to take a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back and uh, we'll continue the discussion with Mark Eli. You're listening to wounded, but not broken. With host Patrick Scroggin. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Dallas Corporation and Dallas Logistics, a proud supporter of the Veterans Broadcast Network for over 19 years. High quality printing services and warehouse distribution has been our hallmark since 1985. Serving Fortune 100 companies for over 35 years. Check us out at www.dallascorp.com. Attention, looking for semi-drivers nationwide. GTS Transportation of Burr Ridge, Illinois, is looking to hire a partner with experienced CDL holders in every state. If you are going to drive, why not drive for the best? Whether you are driving solo, as a team, or as an owner-operator, GTS is looking to add you to their rapidly growing company. Become part of one of the most respected, driver-friendly, and successful transportation companies in America, where drivers are treated as royalty. Contact us at gtscarrier.com. Again, gtscarrier.com. Or call us at 847-754-4667. That number again, 847 847- Seven five four four six six seven. We would love to help you, which in turn helps everyone. GTS is an equal opportunity employer. VDAC, an online application that helps veterans research and file for their VA disabilities, empowering the veteran to take full control of your claim. Find out more by going to our website, nifb.org, and clicking on the VDAC button. Once again, our website is nifb.org, and click on VDAC. Welcome back to Wounded But Not Broken with host Patrick Scroggin. 
everybody. Welcome back. Wounded but not broken. We're here we're with Mark Eli, and we're talking uh, just a, a general uh, overview of the shows. Of uh, uh, you know, I started off about privilege, and I talked about mindset and work ethics. Now I kind of want to concentrate on goals. I want to I want to talk about goals a little bit. I feel like um, I see a lot of uh, younger people. Um, you know, my kids at times included. Uh, when they talk about goals, it's if they can't find it on. Facebook or Instagram, then it must not be there. And that's, uh, that's another thing. So I guess that's for a different, different subject, but, uh, you know, learning how to set goals for yourself and, and holding yourself to a standard has got to be one of the most important life lessons that you can do. And I think, uh, there's not a lot of people that do it better than, than military folks. Um, you know, there is a really, really great speech by Admiral McRaven that talks about goals and talks about, getting through the day and through the week and through the month and through the year. And, and there's a lot can be taken from that speech. You know, the first thing he says, you know, you wake up, you make your bed, you know, that's, that's, that gets you off to a positive start for the day. And that's, that, that couldn't be more true. And so when you have goals, you have short-term goals, intermediate goals and long-term goals. And so, you know, the, the very important thing is not to set a goal that is unattainable, um, you know, in the short term. So you got to be very cognizant of, you know, some people are very, uh, have a lot of, a lot of drive. And like me, sometimes I set goals that are a little too high and not enough time. And I get pissed off at myself, but, um, you know, so Mark, I know you being a military guy and you're doing everything that you've done. How, how, how do you accomplish your goal or set your goals? Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, the answer, the short answer is I make short, easy goals that I can definitely achieve. And for instance, if I'm going to, um, read a book or learn a, a new thing. Usually I'm reading tech manuals or something like that. So I, I made a goal of reading 10 pages a day and I hate reading. I'm a slow reader and it, it's really hard for me, but uh, I sit there and I'll read 10 pages in 10 days. I've read a hundred pages and most of these books, you know, are 500 pages or so. So in 50 days I've completed one tech manual. So I, um, my, my goal is I set a goal that I can achieve in a short period of time. And I, I found in the Air Force and the Army and, and different services, they train you to do goals, and, and each one of them approaches it differently. And the psychology that the Army does is different than the psychology the Air Force does. And But in the end, you know, it's all about achieving that goal and, and reaching that end goal. So when I was on the powerlifting team with uh, Jan Shindell, our coach, he would go ahead and he would set a goal, and we would you know, we'd have a a lifting schedule was either 10 week or 12 week cycle. It was like Mr. Miyati, you know, uh, from karate kid, wax on, wax off. You did not know you were learning a lesson until the end when you actually learned the lesson, you thought it was all hoofa along the way. And at the very end, you, you found out you'd got to go, you reached the go, you stepped back and you looked at it. You didn't get that goal in one giant step. You got to that goal in a thousand little steps. And, th- and that's my answer. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that sums it up really well. And I think, you know, and everybody, you ask 10 people that you're going to get 10 different answers. And so like for me, I, I, I just talk about like from the time I was hurt because I really probably set more goals for myself from that time until now than I ever did before that time. You know, it was a life-changing experience to me. I looked at it like, you know, I was closing a chapter of, uh, of the book and I'm starting a new one. And so laying in that hospital bed, having all these doctors tell me what I was and was not going to do and what I could and could not do and blah, 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 you know, it pissed me off to no end. And so 
I laid there at night, couldn't sleep, you know, I mean, I was on so much drugs, but I still, I was thinking clearly and I, I just started setting all these little goals, you know, I, once I get to move in, I'm going to be able to do this. And once I get this done, I'm going to do this. And once I get this, and it was, it was like a, a, a pyramid, you know, and, and I just kept climbing it. And, and I think that's very important when people set goals, because some people set goals and then they'll set such a high goal and they accomplish that goal. And then, oh man, great. And then they just lax off and then it kind of goes back down. And it's very important in, in my opinion, to keep, keep climbing that ladder and not, not getting stagnant and letting yourself plateau out of it. But, um, you and know, you, you went on to became a ranger in the service, right? No, I did not go to ranger school. I um, it was, uh, I, but, that, you know, there were so many goals, uh, when, when, uh, when I joined, uh, I went in on a ranger contract, but then, you know, life, life happened and, and, uh, my daughter was born and she was really sick and, and, uh, I just, my biggest thing was I knew I was going to Iraq immediately. So I just wanted them to be close to family. So I didn't, uh, I didn't have to go into ranger school. I went to pick the 101st instead. You set goals in the army and you achieved every one of them. And you went from one MOS to another MOS. You were the best at both of those, uh, MOSs. And quite a well, I mean, I, great accomplishment. I think in my life, I mean, everything that I've ever really put my mind to that, uh, if, I, you know, my, my way of thinking, and some people say it's arrogant or it's cocky or whatever, um, you know, there's a, to me, there's a fine line between cocky and confidence. And to do the things that I've done in my life, I think you got to have one foot in each side. And so if somebody tells me I'm cocky, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be accepting of it because sometimes I am about certain things. And I, um, you know, and I, I feel like I'm a pretty humble guy, but when I'm, when I'm, a, I'm very competitive. And so I do not like losing it at anything. And so I feel like when I put my mind to something, no matter what it is, I'm going to be the best. I, I'm, I, I will, I will outwork everybody on the planet. That's a good, that's a good um, you know, segue for an upcoming show that you're going to do where you're, it's all about goals. It's all about what you're talking about right now. And you're going to have a very special set uh, guest on and i am i'm kind of doing a cliffhanger here so i'm letting you fill that in but you're going to do a very important goal in the next uh upcoming weeks and you're going to set a an end date and a goal to do it and i think you you had i don't want to steal your thunder uh you want to take over for yeah me? yeah so I, I just had this idea i was gonna i'll just i'll give a brief a uh, uh, brief brief description of it. So I got a really good friend that's a, a really, really good personal trainer. He's got a nutrition company and he does a lot of stuff. And so um, although I am in pretty good shape, uh, I was going to do a whole segment on, on setting goals and health and fitness and diet and planning and how to take care of your body and your mind and, and, and get that mind muscle connection. And then I was going to, I'm going to uh, post weekly uh, we'll say for six weeks on uh, on the, my Instagram page of the the progress that I'm making, and uh, just to kind of show everybody if if you're willing to put in the effort and you set your your goal and you follow you know advice given to you what to eat and how to diet, then how much difference you can make and and uh, yeah so it, it'll be a great show it'll be a great couple of weeks to to you know journey through that and follow through, um, you know there's been many times. Uh, I took, I, I competed for a little bit uh, in, not in bodybuilding, but in physique. And the only reason I did it is because they told me I couldn't compete with uh, everybody else, that I had to do a disabled class. And that kind of pissed me off. I didn't want to do that. So I said, no, I want to, I want to, I want to compete with everybody else. And so I ended up winning the competition, but 
that I, I did it in eight weeks and that was, I shouldn't have done that. I should have pushed it till the next show because it really burnt me out. So I took about a year and a half or two years off from the gym completely. And I'm just starting back now and I'm feeling great and I'm, I'm starting to get, get going again. But you know, when I go to the gym in that kind of mindset, I, I, I will literally go and I'll make myself pass out. And it's, so it's not, it's not, that's not the great habit to have, but um, you know, it's uh, that work ethic is uh, instilled in me from a long time ago. And I just, I don't know. I guess when so I'm lifting heavy weight or I'm lifting any kind of weight, it's I can always do one more, and that's just not always the case. But uh, anyway. So if any of the listeners out there want to join in on your goal thing, I think you're going to invite one person. <laughs> I, I will. What I'll do is uh, right maybe the week before I'm going to do that show because I, I haven't got that show locked down yet. But a week before I do that show, at the end of the show, I'll make an announcement and I'll give everybody my. Um, my Instagram page. Actually, you could uh, you can go follow it right now. It's just Patrick Scroggin, and you'll see the Veterans Radio Hour posts on there, and um, you can follow me on there, and then you can message me on there, and we can get a little competition going if anybody wants to compete with me for two months. But we'll we'll announce that when uh, when I get that show all put together. I am definitely no social media guru. I promise you that. Uh, Alexa does most of that stuff. So, but anyways, I will. Uh, I definitely. If anybody ever needs any advice on on uh, anything. Um, whether it be working out or if I could help anybody in any way, just shoot me a message on there and, and we can go there. But uh, yeah, so we're going to take a word or take a break here. Word from our sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to kind of piggyback off of uh, the Veterans Radio Hour show the last, last week and the week before uh, the music of war. We'll be right back. You're listening to Wounded But Not Broken with host Patrick Scroggin. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. My father was the, the best truck driver I've ever known in my life. Like a family tradition. I'm a truck driver myself. I drove around the state with my cat. To be the truck driver, you not just only see where you go, you see the world in the larger perspective. This is a really good time to be in the trucking industry. The dispatchers get good loads for them. The equipment is very new and then it's very reliable. At GTS Transportation, we make dreams come true by employing truck drivers, dispatchers, mechanics, and many other occupations. Consider joining our rapidly expanding team where we put quality, human dignity, and respect back into the workforce. Contact us by visiting our website at gtscarrier.com or call us at 847-754-4667. That number again. 847-754-4667. Roses are red. Violets are blue. You want your disability claim? Get VDAC. End of story. Go to nifb.org. Dallas Corporation and Dallas Logistics, a proud supporter of the Veterans Broadcast Network for over 19 years. High-quality printing services and warehouse distribution has been our hallmark since 1985 serving Fortune 100 companies for over 35 years. Check us out at www.dallascorp.com. Welcome back to Wounded But Not Broken with host Patrick Scroggin. All right, everybody, we're back here. We're going to start talking about uh, music of war. I know uh, 
uh, Veterans Radio Hour has done uh, a couple of shows on this. And uh, Mark, you want to you want to kind of take it over and uh, and go over the premise of it. Throughout the last 100 years, music has been very very important in the military for recruiting, for inspiring, for comforting, for all different phases of the veteran's life. Uh, the military uses music in special events in the Rangers contest and to inspire the veterans or excuse me at the time by the way you're not a veteran while you're still active duty you're a soldier but when you're still a soldier and you're listening uh, to music it can do a couple things to you Um, uh, soldiers that are uh, in the I just learned this I did not know this until I was listening to the show I didn't know what a load uh, music was where um, special forces and guys like Patrick are getting ready to do whatever they're going to do. They're loading up, loading their pack, and they're in their helicopter, and they're packing their gear, and they don't know what is going to happen. They might be listening to music to, you know, whatever that music is. It it helps them do their job. So um, Veterans Radio Hour started doing a show on that and had guests for the uh, last, uh, from World War II to present day, through each of those battles, and talking about what songs the military or the soldier used for those events. So, uh, Patrick, that goes to you. I mean, as a helicopter pilot, every single mission you had was a a stressful mission. Did you use any music to to, uh, clear your head, get get engaged? I did. I did. I'm going to kind of back up a little bit. So I think, I think music, music is something everybody can relate to on one level or another, whether you be, whether you're an athlete or whether you're just driving in your car or whether you're, uh, you know, getting ready to run a track meet, play a baseball game, football game, whatever it may be. And so I, you know, it's music's such a diverse thing. I mean, there's so many different genres of music and there's so many, uh, for me, I like, you know, quite a few different types of music and so it just depends on what i'm doing or what the mindset is i mean even when i was kicking in doors and doing all that stuff you know um my favorite uh genre of music would be country and i I would listen to that like in the evenings like going to bed or whatever but if i if i'm getting ready to go uh live on the edge i'm I'm not gonna i'm probably not gonna listen to country i don't listen to like i don't know whether it be uh, anything eminem or Evanescence, ACDC, uh, you know, anything to get the blood flowing and get you in that mindset because music, music picks you up. I mean, it can pick you up. It can put you down. It can set you at ease. You know, it can control so many emotions. It just depends on what the beat is and what, uh, what you're trying to get ready for. So can you think of a song that comes to mind? You're, you're getting in your helicopter, you're in Iraq, you're going out to a mission, you know, it's going to be a bad one. What, what song would you grab right now? You're back in 2007. Sorry. It'll put you in 2007, Patrick. Don't grab any yeah. of these country. Yeah. <laughs> what song would you grab? What would, song would you grab and put in your head at that moment? Probably um, something like Let the Bodies Hit the Floor or, um, I don't you know, I mean, just something that would just, get the blood flowing i mean i had a i had an ipod wired into my helmet not uh i can say that now since i'm not in the military anymore we weren't supposed to do that but um yeah i mean uh you you name it i mean anything like the you know probably fast rock or or uh 
I guess people would call it the headbanging stuff, you know, to get the to get the blood going. I mean, um, just kind of, you know, it puts you in a mindset. Um, you just get excited and, and uh, I don't know. But, you know, a lot of times, too, we'd be flying around and um, it's corny as hell, but, you know, like the Top Gun soundtrack, it, you know, we'd play it uh, and we'd just all laugh about it. But um but that that was that was another that was another use for for music and war. I mean, we we play the Top Gun soundtrack, flying helicopters, and we're all cracking up and making jokes. So you know, it's just you, you gotta you gotta figure out ways to entertain yourself because uh, you know it, not all the time is it is it all action. A lot of times it's just boring and and uh, you know, it's hours and hours of boredom. You know, and moments of sheer terror. That's the best way to describe war. Now that you're back, you come back from your mission, you're going to put on, like you said, a different music track. What song would you put on to unwind? Well, you know, I'm super, super patriotic. I don't even remember back in 2007, like what, uh, it would be something probably country or maybe um, just something slower and soothing. Maybe not, uh, maybe not a country song about breaking up or your wife leaving you or something, but uh <laughs> You know, just something, something slower, something that does, that's not getting the blood blood flowing. That you're just kind of trying to relax, and you can just kind of lay back and chill, and just and just kind of you know come down off that high that you just experienced. Well, it's amazing that you mentioned uh, the Top Gun soundtrack because you know that's the song when uh, General Grange and Ranger Doug had asked me that question. I had the uh, same answer. It was uh, Danger Zone from the soundtrack uh, Top Gun yeah. in Oslo. Yeah, <laughs> we we would send those uh, in the Air Force. We're kind kind of different than the other services. We send our officers out to do the fighting while we enlisted stay behind. But right. the, uh, the, right. <laughs> the the relation the relationship between a crew chief and a pilot is really unique, and it I'm sure it's the same with the Army. How was your relationship with your crew chief on your helicopter? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just like anything else. I mean, them guys. You know, you go out and you fly the mission and break the helicopter and you come back and they they fix it. I mean, they work all through the night. Um, uh, you know, them guys work their asses off. And so you try to do everything you can for them. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you just you have you have a good relationship. You know, I was an officer and uh, most of my crew chiefs were first name basis. Pretty much all of them uh, were first name basis. I just felt that was uh, more personal and more professional way to, uh, to do it unless I was pissed off. And then they knew it was, uh, then it was different. 
but um you know them them guys they work their tails off and and uh you know not they couldn't they couldn't function without them i mean you know it's just a it's just one of the pieces of the pie you know you take one piece out of the pie and then it kind of crumbles but um yeah we i had a great relationship with all of them so uh in the air force when we launched off our fighter airplanes the crew chiefs would do uh they could have have a little dance they would do for the pilot and so they're marshalling out the airplane and they some just traditionally do the traditional march by others who uh like to jazz it up will actually do it to some music or to uh, have a little dance they do is the same exist in the army um no not not really per se i mean you, you usually most of the time you you know you have your co-pilot uh they're standing out there watching as you're starting everything up so the crew chiefs when you're in combat the crew chief i mean especially flying helicopters i mean them guys are working all the time they don't have time to come out there and see us off and if they do it's just in joking manner i mean you may get mooned or something um but you know it's just it's just just joking uh, you know it's just trying trying to just break up the monotony and and uh and just trying to you know live as as comfortable as you can and uh, you know when you're in a war zone trying to make it like you're back home and just uh if you were to pick a genre of music for 2007 that fit, from your point of view, an artist like a General Grange Senior, uh, there's two General Granges, the General Grange of Veterans Radio Hour, but his father, who is a World War II vet, what really impacted him was the soundtrack from Gettysburg. That was really important to him. It was really important in the Ranger. They have a contest once a year, and they start that contest off by paying playing the Gettysburg soundtrack. And it's interesting why he picked that. I want to leave that alone and make the listeners go back and listen to that show to hear why he picked Gettysburg. But when you think about 2007, what would you what song would you put there? Uh for me one of my favorites was uh probably Fallen by Evanescence. Uh, it's not 2007. I think it was more of like 2002 or 2003. It was recorded, but I, I don't know. I just love that song. Uh, I love the beat to it, and uh, um, yeah. I mean, as far as like a, like I said, I, I you know I look at it a, a totally different way. I mean, I, I like such a vast genre of music that I like, or that I you know, but each one fits in a different place uh, depending on your mindset, and so. Um, Lost words whisper slowly to me Still can't find what keeps me
Did you ever if attend a USO show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I did a few of them. Uh, Robin Williams, Toby Keith, I think. Uh, I think I think it's a necessity. I, I think it's awesome that they do it. I know, you know, Gary Sinise is a, a big, he was a big supporter of the USO, and he, he did a lot of stuff. And uh, there's a lot of great people that, that you know, that were very selfless in what they did and they, and they'd go over and visit the troops and, and, you know, that in itself picks up some morale. There's, you know, there's so many things in a combat zone that that's so stressful and in such a um, different aspect, almost anything can pick up your, you know, morale uh, when it's close to home, if that makes sense. I heard Gary Sinise plays. He's in a band, right? He has a band. It's called Lieutenant Dan band. Yep. I've heard him play. They're awesome. Really? <laughs> yep. Yep. Wow. What did you think of Robin Williams when you saw him? I mean, he's funny as hell. I mean, he's uh, he's just he's just a funny guy. You know, he's just one of them, uh, you know, once in a generation kind of people. It's unfortunate uh, that he was battling through the things that he was battling through and couldn't overcome them. And that's yeah, General, you know, General Grange had Connie Stevens on um, the. Uh, show from the USO. It was actually from 2003, I think. And Connie was saying that Robin Williams was the new Bob Hope, and he was quite a, uh, you know, I, if Bob Hope was really important too. When when uh, my dad was in the army, and we were overseas, you know, we, Bob Hope was important to us. So uh, uh, Robin Williams, I never got to see him in the USO show, but I heard his relationship with the soldiers was really close really funny of course you know and he did some really funny military um military movies you know good morning vietnam and you know you could just tell he was a patriotic guy and there's a lot of patriotic people in this country and uh, not enough i don't think i think uh we need to have more i think this country it's amazing to me how quickly we forget but uh yeah i mean you know it's it's a great thing when when the them them actors and the, and the artists go do that for our soldiers because again you know, anything that's that close to home that can, you know, just bring that little sense of, uh, you know, feeling like they're like it's everything's normal. It, it always lifts up morale and it's a, it's a great thing that they do. And we've had uh, uh, celebrities come on to the shows and hopefully we get them on your show, too. And they they're amazing how they volunteered to be on the show. They come on. We just recently had Lee Greenwood. uh God bless USA, you know, proud to be American. Uh, he was on, and he told a very, I guess him and General Grange uh, were together in a USO show in 1988 in uh, Korea, and he talks about an incident that occurred, not at that moment in 1988, but I don't know which incident it was, but he he flew in with his band to do a show, and um, they went under fire, and they had to evacuate and the soldiers that were uh, helping him and his band evacuate got in the Jeep, and as they were driving away, the index finger got blown off the soldier who was driving the vehicle. So Lee Greenwood reaches over and does buddy aid, puts a tourniquet on the guy's hand, picks up his finger, and um, uh, gives him buddy aid while they're driving away trying to escape. And then the forces, the special forces came in and took out the uh, – assault team that was there and, and but quite an interesting thing that those USO guys go under fire sometimes and just hear those amazing stories on you know on our, our podcast that we're doing here so 
I love it. Yeah, I mean, of course. Love I mean, if you're going to put your if you're going to put yourself in a combat zone, I mean, there's always that chance, uh, you know, that something's going to happen. And and uh, you know, again, that's that's a big testament to the to those people that 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 do that because uh, you know they're well aware that it's not a you know it's a hostile environment and they still go do it to uh, to lift morale and show their appreciation and it, it's huge. So, in uh, one final question on music, um, from a uh, composer st- standpoint, I uh, we, I've been working on. I can't say his name until he agrees, but uh, we've been working on getting some composers from different things that embody the essence of the spirit of the soldier. If what composer or any music, it doesn't have to be a composer, but what embodies when you ever think of a song like for my wife i think it's a tune or apocalypse now or something like that you, you there's that uh, flight of the valkyrie you know you get that song and that whenever you hear that you think oh that's military what is the song for you that's military uh again i mean i just go back to the top gun soundtrack you can't you can't deny that one but uh you know, I, I think even more so than that, there are, there are artists that have went above and beyond to actually to do a lot of different uh, songs for the troops. You know, Toby Keith is huge. He's done a bunch. Um, Daryl Worley, um, you know, and there's many others. I mean, they, you know, and so um, I, I would think, though, probably, yeah, I mean, I don't know that I would just hear one song and just think of the military because, you know, I've, I've done so many different things in my life. And, and, and so that, that type of music I still use to this day, whether I'm going to go work out or whether I just want to go sit in a hot tub. So uh, I use different genres of music for that. So um, whether I'm climbing a mountain hunting or I'm sitting, sitting in a tent with my leg burning and, and not wanting to move again because I've spent the last, you know, 32 hours walking up a mountain, but uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. I just I, I guess I'm a little different in, in that aspect. I don't think I listen to one certain thing and just think of the military. So I guess I'm, I'm setting a goal here, and for the listeners out there, what Patrick says next, I'm going to ask as an engineer for your help, and the help is to get that artist on Patrick's show. So Patrick, you're going to name an artist, and we're going to try very hard set a goal to get that artist on your show. Toby Keith. Okay, it's written down. That is our goal. So as an audience out there, please email Patrick. He's going to give you his email address. If you can help us out, we're going to go ahead and start a campaign to reach out to Toby Keith and get him on an upcoming show. So everyone who's listening, we've got two things to look forward to. Patrick's competition where he's going to do his weight training, and you can buddy buddy into that program by contacting him, going to his Instagram uh, account, and joining him there and seeing him set his goal. And the second thing is we're going to try to get Toby Keith, and I want to need help on that, asking for anyone who out there is listening to help us reach out to Toby. Uh, we certainly will love to have him on our show. What do you think of that, Patrick? Yeah, that sounds cool. That would be awesome. Yeah, so you can email me at Patrick Scroggin at veteransradiohour.com. And that would be that would be awesome. Everybody sending that email. So and uh 
or for anything. You know, so anybody just needs to get in touch. But uh, we're going to wrap this show up tonight. We really appreciate everybody tuning in every week. Uh, the podcast is growing unbelievably, and, and uh, we have you to thank for that. And, uh, you know, I hope everybody has a great week, and we'll talk to you next Monday night. We're going to finish up with Joe's story. I hope everybody has the best week ever. God bless you. American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see your glory flying. There's a lot of men dead so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister and me To grow up and live happy in the land of the free Now this nation that I love is falling under attack A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back Soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye Man, we lit up your world like the 4th of July. Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list. And the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist. And an eagle will fly, and it's gonna be here. When you hear Mother Freedom start ringing her bell, and it'll feel like the whole Sorry that you mess with the U.S. of A. CBN Veterans Broadcast Network brings you Wounded but Not Broken, hosted by Patrick Scroggin. It lies within you to conquer your greatest challenges. Patrick tackles the stories of how others faced unthinkable odds and then at a pivotal moment, a change occurred within them that gave them the strength, attitude, and direction to excel beyond the greatest expectations. Listen every week and learn how it is possible to defeat the impossible. Dallas Corporation and Dallas Logistics, a proud supporter of the Veterans Broadcast Network for over 19 years. High quality printing services and warehouse distribution has been our hallmark since 1985, serving Fortune 100 companies for over 35 years. Check us out at www.dallascorp.com. The trucking industry was born by the military during World War I and therefore became the father of the trucking industry. Being a truck driver achieved national attention in the 1960s, when songs and movies included truck driving as a part of the storyline. Ah, oh, Breaker 1-9, this here's a rubber duck. 
If you're looking for an easy job that pays well, then GTS Transportation is looking for you. GTS Transportation is a leading transportation company with a great history. We are an international company with opportunities all around the world. Apply now by going to our website, gtscarrier.com, or call us at 847-754-4667. That number again, 847-754-4667. Apply now and become a part of truck driving history. If you are one of the 20 million veterans who served in the United States military, then this message is for you. During your time in the service, you might have experienced conditions and mishaps that have or will have an impact on your health and quality of life. Sometimes it takes years for these conditions to manifest themselves. Most veterans ignore the early warning signs and therefore miss opportunities that could have improved their health or extended their life. It is important that you identify underlying conditions early while you have a chance to make a difference. The VDAC software was created to help you identify presumptive service-connected conditions as well as assist you with filling out any of your VA disability forms. Not every veteran wants to file a claim. However, knowing what health issues to be aware of is an added benefit of living a long, healthy life. For those who want to file for their VA disability, the VDAC application greatly simplifies and expedites this process and therefore produces a perfectly filled out VA disability form with supporting material. For more information, go to nifv.org. Again, that's nifv.org. The goal of VDAC, the Veterans Disability Application Caddy, is to empower you, the veteran, with a quick and easy tool that aids you with filling out your VA disability forms.